0: Good morning. It's the Daily Bean with Josie and Bean. Uh, I've been a little lax, you know, skipped out on doing a couple of podcasts. So yesterday was an exciting day. I picked up my camper and I picked it up at nine o'clock in the morning. Well, okay. I was late. I was late because I had to go grab the insurance because it hadn't been mailed out to me yet. and You know, I had to check the mail to check if the insurance was mailed out and Then I had an underinflated tire, and you know how it goes, just everything happens and you just can't get where you want to go. Are you one of those people who hates to be late? Or do you always, you know, whatever, it'll happen when I get there. I'm one of those people who doesn't really like to be late, although I'm trying to get to the point where I'm like, whatever, it will happen when I get there. You know, and I don't want to be that late, but somewhat late could be okay. Anyhow, my beautiful launch trailer sitting out the window here, right beside my house. And if you want a tour or something like that through it, just let me know. Talk to me on Facebook and we can set it up. Um, again, facebook.com backslash traveling with Z and the Bean. Just, it's so awesome. It's so awesome. It's so exciting. I went through London traffic. That was really fun. Actually, it was really good. It it was not as hard to pull around as I thought. I didn't have to take as wide corners as I was starting to at the beginning. I didn't run anything over. No pylons from the construction. had to go through through some curves, you know, with the pylons, with the construction. Because everywhere in London, no matter what end you're trying to get out of on the west end, there's construction. So, you know... I tried to avoid the construction in Byron and the construction... I think there's construction in Byron. That's what I was told, anyway. I was told there was construction land, but that there was no way I was going to get through there. And I tried to avoid the construction that was happening out on uh, Exeter and Wonderland. And... Because that can get backlogged really badly. And so I went north. And I went to Egremont which is out by Fanshawe Park Road, and lo and behold, Fanshawe Park Road had construction too. So, no matter where you went, it seemed like there's always construction, and it just ended up that way. And so, I didn't try it on the 402, so I'll have to figure out how it does at even higher speeds, but generally, it did really good. The The wind literally wasn't much of a problem. It was just mainly, like, if you're in the lower speeds, you can't even feel you're towing anything. If you're in the higher speeds, you can't feel like you're towing anything. The in-between stuff, maybe because it was in town, you had to stop, start, and, you know, potholes being what they are, you did feel it. So you knew that you were towing and your your vehicle was kind of like, hey, I'm towing something. But for the most part, I mean, even getting it up hills, it was fine. It was great. So my Jeep is definitely up to the task. And, uh... Yeah, I learned how to put the trailer hitch on and off, and so pretty soon I'm going to have to stick it back on again, stay in practice, right? But otherwise, it was great. It's fantastic. I started actually loading up some of my stuff in it, so I put uh, a lot of books in it mainly, and I put a few games in it, and I have to get back to what I want to do with all my stuff, because I've got too much stuff. Let's face it, I do. I'm pretty close. It was a pretty close estimation of what I can fit versus what I want to fit. And uh, then I looked at it and I went, yeah, my estimation of what I want to fit is slightly unrealistic. My estimation of what I can fit is probably 20% more than what it should be. Because I like having space. I like having that extra space where you can Put something if you choose to buy something in the future. That kind of promise space. Like, you know, you have a shelf, but one of them is half empty or empty. Which leads to all sorts of possibilities of what you might fill it with. Kind of a silly notion, but at the same time a satisfying one. So, yeah, it's just me. Beautiful, beautiful rainy day in Watford today. Yeah, it's been raining. Like almost every day for like a half hour or 20 minutes or 10 minutes. You can totally blame me. You see, I washed a rug and uh, my sister wants to buy it. I'm like, cool, you can have it, you can buy it. So I brought it outside, you know, because she has allergies and I have a dog. So I took a bunch of palm olive over it and I took the garden hose and I scrubbed it with my feet and it was great because it was hot outside. I'm like, this is cool. This is fun. And then I rinsed it out and I rinsed it really good and I threw it over top of two of my loungers, right? And the sun beat down on it. I'm like, yeah, this sucker's going to dry in no time. It's rained every day since. It hasn't been dry yet with the muggy weather. It's like, I am damp. I'm like, ah, crud. So, yes, totally blame me because it's my rug sitting out in the rain that is getting dripped on again. And um, every day I text her, I'm like, your rug is wet. And she's like, haha, thanks. I'm like, haha, your rug is still wet. (laughs) Sorry. So I guess she'll get it whenever we have a dry spell. And hopefully it still smells okay and doesn't like go moldy or aqua. You know, you get that aqua smell sometimes with rugs, like it's been in a pool. Yeah, yeah, I had that with my one outdoor rug. Yeah, it tends to smell like it's been in a pool, and I'm like, that's okay. It's outdoors. I, you know, unless you get within like a foot of it, you don't smell it. Like you have to get your, you know, nose by your knees. Nobody does that. But yeah, it has a peculiar. I have been in the rain a lot smell. It's not actually designed for outdoors. I just threw it there because I had an extra rug. And that's how things happen in my world sometimes. And it stood up actually really well for the two, three years that it's been out there. So, oh well. <laughs> oh yeah, fun times. <coughs> Excuse the cough. I, just, I don't have a cold. I just have a bit of... um phlegm sitting at the back of my throat and it won't move. I don't know why. It is what it is how it is for some strange reason. So today is also exciting because yeah I'm going to start doing my uh recovering of the pillows. So I have my material, I have my thread, I have my sewing machine. I took a couple of the pillows inside so that I can make slip covers for them. And uh it's gonna be a lot of fun. I haven't decided if I'm going to go the button way. If I am, then i got to go out and buy some buttons, which means a trip to Fabricland, One of my favorite places in the world, which I spend always too much money. But it'll be great. And uh, I'm thinking maybe I will. It's kind of damp out. It's, see, that's the silly thing. It's damp out all the time. If it weren't damp, of course to do it now than to do it later Won't have to smell it all the time is to spray paint those blinds. I know I said I was gonna just replace them, but oh my goodness, the way they've been installed, there is no way to just yank them out without destroying them. Which, I mean, that's good because, you know, kids, pets, um, things... Every time you move your trailer, it's like a, a magnitude 4 earthquake in there, right? So everything has to be secure, which I'm kind of wondering if my books are going to make it. Might have to get a bungee cord or something to go across there. But it's it's got to be secure. So that's great. They're secure. But you can't just, you know, take a screwdriver and take them off and redo them easily because if i could i would do that i'd take them off i'd lay them out in the yard and i'd just spray paint them boom done beautiful new color but no no it's not happening and i'm like really that's sad and annoying because this is what i want to do so, I'm just going to have to use some paper or some cardboard. Oh, hey, I got a pizza box. I knew I got that for a reason, other than binge eating, which was a bad idea, too. So, I will use my pizza box to protect my trailer as I spray paint it. Haha. <laughs> and um, so, those are going to get a brand new color, and I'm going to cover the shades, pieces, the uh, valances I guess they would be called. If you want to go for an 80s term, valances, I will be recovering them as well. So that it is less brown because oh man that interior is so brown and I don't need to live in the land of brown and depressing. I don't know. Maybe it's a guy thing. They're like, "Oh, brown is great. It's neutral. Yeah, that's that's great. That's wonderful." But let's make things a little bit more fun. I'm gonna be living in this thing for a few years. I want it to be more fun. And if necessary, I can always respray paint what I painted. Not a big deal. It can go back to beigey brown should somebody else decide to purchase it. Or maybe the new owners will be like, I love it! Or maybe I'll be sick of it in two years and I'll be like, I'm going to change the color again! I don't know. We'll see how far this goes. See, I have no plan. Everybody's like, what's your plan? How long are you gonna travel for? Where are you going exactly? Where are you going first? I don't know. (laughs) I'm just gonna meander. I'm gonna go visit some people and beyond that, I am just at no destination you know, just wandering, and no time limit. Woohoo! Doesn't that sound awesome? Like, rather than here, there, now, I just eventually I'll fix some, you know, sort of destination and path and whatnot, but a little bit of time. So, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Anyhow, uh, It's still overcast. Yeah. I guess they're getting really a lot of rain up north. Out by Toronto and stuff. They're talking about possible flooding and whatnot. Good for them. I mean, it's not good for them. But it really won't hurt them as long as people behave with some common sense. And that's the thing, too. With this trailer and stuff, too. For driving in the rain and doing stuff. As long as you use some common sense and you, you behave a bit, it's fine. It's perfectly great. So, things on my to-do list. I have to go get a solar suitcase. And basically what a solar suitcase is, it's a solar panel. And it's in a suitcase, so it kind of like folds up and it protects itself. So it folds in half into its own suitcase, protects itself, has the wiring, and basically you unfold it, you set it up where the sun is, and you plug it into the camper, and it charges your battery when you're not on the grid, because if you're not charging your battery, your battery goes low, and it can be empty, and then you can basically destroy your battery, and that's no good. So, I need to get a second battery, and a solar suitcase, or two. And what they'll do is they will charge my batteries so I don't always have to be running the truck because it does suck power from the truck to charge the batteries. Or get a generator, which, I mean, I can. I probably will just for safety's sake anyway, just in case, you know, charges get low or I need a backup to something or I actually, you know, want to run my blow dryer. (laughs) And so I will have to get a generator. Just a nice quiet one as much as possible. That way, if I really, really want my uh, microwave or if I really, really want my air conditioner, I can actually run them when I'm out boondocking or dry camping. Boondocking and dry camping are basically the same thing. Some people will say there's a difference. Basically, what it means is that you're not hooked up at a campsite, but you're still camping. So you're not hooked up to any of the um the power or the water or the sewer those would be the ones i'm like what else is there well there could be wi-fi and tv but uh yeah they tell me that if, if i get my tv which i'm going to get a tv because i have dvds to play and i use them for exercising they tell me that um you usually get between four or five signals I'm like, that's cool. Considering, okay, I know you're all like underwhelmed. You're like, I have hundreds of channels with my cable or satellite. Most of them repeats, but I have hundreds of channels. Yeah, good for you. I don't have satellite or cable in my house. Um, I just only got Netflix like a year ago. So <laughs> yes, yes, it's August the 8th. We're going to have another episode of the 100. Man, I love that show. But um, the thing is... <laughs> I really don't have TV. I have DVDs that I play in on my free TV that I got. When I first came here, I didn't even have a TV for like, I don't know, months and months and months. And then a friend was like, hey, I got a TV that works. It's really old and it's really big, but it's free. I'll have, you know, people drop it off. And I was like, cool, let's do this. So they wanted it gone. It still worked. Nobody else would want it. And I'm like, yeah, free TV. I'll take it. Yes, I know, I'm weird. Everybody's like, how do you live without internet or TV? Well, I have books and I take walks and I listen to the radio and I write and I talk to people. And yes, not that other people don't do this when they have a TV, but I found that I did it more than others. Because yeah, TV can take up a huge chunk of your time. So to me, getting, you know, four maybe five channels that's pretty awesome I'll take it especially when they're free and I don't have to like pay for them like yes yes I will we'll watch some TV unfortunately they're going to have commercials which is going to be like uh cuz I've gotten used to being commercial free and I got to say commercial free is awesome um you know would you get off the desk please down thank you She's standing on my desk. Like, standing. Yes, hello. I appreciate it. Do you need a pet for being good? And Why are you on the desk? Like, wow. Standing on the desk. Like, what's up there that was so interesting? You're never on there. Well, I shouldn't say never. Maybe you are when I'm not home. Yeah, she's just, like, standing on my desk, sniffing through my stuff, which I gotta admit, the stuff on the desk is disorganized, and I gotta organize it. I mean, I got it empty, which is cool, because it's gotta go soon. But, um, yeah, why Why are you standing on the desk? You're funny. That would be Bean, right there. Wasn't anybody else in the house just Bean, the dog, and, uh, yeah, she was on the desk. Not sure why, yeah, see, she has no fear of heights. No. She's like, okay, that's cool. I'm going to go up there. Me, I have a slight fear of heights. Not really the height per se. I don't like ladders because they don't feel secure. And I know my, my knees are not good. You throw me on a re- flat roof, I'm okay. I won't go over to the edge, but I'm okay. Um, I had this jumpy thing. <laughs> jumpy thing. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> Foam Fest. Um, they have... You know, Foam Fest, the 5K, where you run through the suds and the mud, and you get filthy clean. Yeah, that's pretty much it. You get mud in places that you shouldn't, and it's a lot of fun. Um, So they had this jump for Foam Fest, and basically you go up the stairs, and you can jump, and it's into this big air bag. Huge. Um, Five bucks, whatever it was, to do it. not a big deal. Couldn't do it. I think if I had had runners instead of flip-flops, because they're like, oh, you can't have your flip-flops, and it was like this really grady material, and it would hurt my feet, and I was just like, uh, and right there, I didn't feel secure jumping in bare feet on this awful material, because it was raining too, so it was kind of slippery and kind of hurting, and yeah, it didn't really compute well, and I did something stupid. I looked down, and my first thought was, the ground is hard. And that's all that ran through my head. The ground is hard, you know. And I thought to myself, yeah. See, if I had had um, proper running shoes on, I would have been like, hmm, I got this. And I would have done it without thinking. I wouldn't even have looked. I wouldn't have done it. You know, I wouldn't wouldn't have thought a thought. And I would have just gone and didn't. And I would have been very happy with myself because I would have been like, yeah. But now I look at that thing and I just think to myself, the ground is hard. Because it doesn't look that high up from the ground. But whoa, when you get in the air, it looks high. Yeah, that's all I could think. The ground is hard. I didn't like that as the stupidest thing. But yeah, I didn't do it. So I feel bad. Because it's one of the things that I wanted to do. Maybe, you know what, I'll go out and I'll conquer that fear. And I'll just go and do it. And it'll be fantastic. But in the meanwhile... I tend not to go that high above the ground. I used to when I was a kid. I used to do a lot of things when I was a kid. But when you're a kid, you're not as uh, afraid of things as you are as an adult. Which is stupid. Because, truthfully, there's only two things that you actually are born afraid of loud noises and a fear of falling. So, you know, me going to the ground is hard, is kind of natural in a way. But. Everything else that you're afraid of, you have learned that fear. You are not naturally afraid of it. You've learned that fear. You've either learned it from somebody else or you've learned it from a culture standpoint. Oh my goodness, phlegm. Or you've learned it through like movies or books or you've learned it because you were attacked somehow. And I'm not going to say your fear is not valid. But sometimes you got to look at it and go, okay, where did I really pick this up? Where did I learn this from? Does it make sense to be afraid of this? Like, for me, this traveling thing, I am like excited to go. But part of me is also afraid because let's face it, I've never been all that far away from my family. My entire life, I has lived within a certain amount of time to my family you know and it's it's i'm gonna be putting a lot of distance and a lot of time between me and them and i've never been that far away we're close-knit we always get together and you know so part of me is like oh my goodness i'm afraid of doing this on my own and you know what if something happens on the road and you know that's why i'm buying caa speaking of which yes that's another thing to do on the list. But, but you have fears for a reason. And sometimes it's important to go forward and conquer those fears. And so my fear is the ground is hard, which is a natural fear. And yes, I'm not saying like go jump off of buildings. But in the properly safe circumstances, such as that airbag that was there, it can be done. And you know what? It probably should be done. Because I bet it was a lot of fun after the first couple times. So, yeah. I think I'm going to go find me a jump with an airbag at some point and film myself doing it just to prove that, yeah, you know what? Yeah, the ground is hard, but some things can be overcome. So, anyhow, (laughs) it's around the 20-minute mark, which is where I like to leave these things. Have a great day. And uh, hopefully, maybe the sun will peek out. Of course, if it does, it'll get warm. And people always complain about the heat. But I like the heat. So maybe the sun will come out. Come on, Mr. Sun. Mr. Sun, are you coming out? No. (laughs) It's all gloomy and gloomy outside. Have a great Wednesday. Enjoy whatever Netflix you like to watch. And we will talk to you tomorrow. From Josie and the Bean. It's the Daily Bean. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash traveling with Josie and the Bean. There is a business page and a group page. We're also on Instagram and Snapchat if you want to come find me. I'm sure I'm just under Josie there. But anyhow, have a great day. I'm going to start a blog soon and we'll talk about that maybe tomorrow. Bye-bye.